0: Welcome to the Candid Faith Podcast. My name is Shelby York, and welcome back for another episode. Here on Candid Faith, we come together as sisters in Christ to talk about relatable, real, and relevant topics for the everyday Christian woman. Every Friday, I want to invite you into conversations that make us inspired, informed, spirit-filled, and more like the girlfriends we were meant to be. Welcome back to the show, everybody. I took a quick break from recording. I'm so glad that I pushed out the episodes that I did when I did because coming off from the holidays, I was just so exhausted. There was just so much going on in my life and there kind of still is, but I feel like now that the holidays and all the family visits as wonderful as they are now that those are not in the mix, um, I feel like I can finally breathe and just take a minute and kind of recenter myself. So, doing something different today, I don't have any topic in mind. And I think where I am right now in my faith journey, um, my walk with Jesus, I think it would be a really cool experience to just talk to you, talk to the audience, talk to my friends and my sisters and my brothers, (laughs) Um, and just let the Lord lead the conversation. So, I have my tea. And I'm just going to dive in, but first I of course wanted to mention the wonderful um, companies that are sponsoring the show today. Lately I have been on a matcha kick and most of you know that I am a matcha girly and I have been obsessed with the organic sweet matcha from full leaf tea company. I have always struggled to find a good tasting tea. I'm not one who likes that. I like earthy flavors, but when it comes to matcha, I need a little bit of sweetness in there and their sweet matcha is perfection. I use their matcha mixed with Trader Joe's Oats and Seeds milk, which I just discovered and it's fantastic if you can't tolerate dairy. I highly recommend that milk um, for your lattes. And then I add just a little bit of honey and there we go. Full Leaf Tea Company also has an assortment of other teas. If you are not a matcha girly and you like herbal teas or green teas or black teas, they have everything under the sun and they are all equally incredible. If you are interested in adding a matcha or a tea to your Bible study routine or your morning routine or better yet, your evening routine as you wind down from the day, there is a discount code in the show description that will get you a full 20% off of your entire order. I'm also super excited to welcome the new sponsor of today's show, which is Sutera. Sutera creates solutions that elevate your bedroom and your bathroom experience to give you time to show yourself deep love and the care that you deserve. Each innovation was created to help us fall asleep and stay asleep. They were so kind as to send me a Sutera Dream Deep Pillow. I was so excited to be gifted this pillow. It is created with a deep, squishy memory foam, And the coolest part is, is that it has a butterfly wing arm contour, if that makes any sense at all. Basically, it helps you find comfort in any position that you're sleeping in. And I'm just going to be real with everybody because we're all about transparency here at Candid Faith. I have not yet slept with this pillow because my husband has claimed it as his own. However, he says it is fantastic and he has gotten the best sleep he's gotten in a long time. Sutera was kind enough to give all of Candid Faith's listeners 15% off of your entire order and that website and the discount code will be in the show description. So there has just been a feeling that 2023 is different and it's going to be different. Maybe it's just my specific community and being around them, but I was with a group of youth leaders yesterday and just as we were talking about what we were looking forward to in the upcoming year, what our goals are, stuff that happened last year we were proud of, it just felt like 2023 has a completely different energy as if 2022, maybe even 2021 have been preparation years. And I feel this overwhelming sense that 2023 is is the year when we are going to be called to put into practice everything that the Lord has impressed on our hearts or has been teaching us for some time. For me specifically, I realized that most of last year or at least half of the year until now, I think it's the longest time I've gone without feeling hurt or neglected Or out of place in a community. And that's huge for me. Um, If you've listened to, if you've been listening to Candid Faith for a while, you would have heard stories about friendship nightmares, friendship drama that I have gone through in the past. And basically, the work that um, I've put in partnering with the Lord to make sure that I am the friend that I would want. But that I am also seeking out friendships that are healthy for me, that are willing to put in equal amount of work or willing to pray for me and to drop everything just to pick up the phone when I need, because those are the things that I wanted to make sure I could do and was willing to do for another friend. And so even though I obviously had my share of disappointments and ups and downs and and heartache in 2022 regarding friends and community, I felt like it was not incredibly detrimental, like it had been in the past. In the past, when I would have friendship fallouts, I would lose friends. It wasn't. It wasn't a situation that I knew could be redeemed, or at least a relationship that I wanted to be redeemed. Besides a few things that happened at the beginning of the year, for the most part, anything that has happened within my community has been able to be healed by the love of God and all of our commitment to being a healthy community. And I feel like that has a lot to do with the fact that I, as well as my husband, are able to identify when a relationship or a friendship isn't going well. And that has nothing to do with anyone being a bad person or anyone being toxic or anything like that, even though that is the case sometimes. But I feel like in this case, we were just able to come together and sort of assess how a certain person made us feel. And then we would just, you know, pray about it, maybe create distance and just kind of see where things went. But Uh, the middle of the year and up to now, it just feels like anything that was sort of not wrong, but anything that was sort of dicey, it just worked itself out because I feel like the people in my life now care more about our friendship than they do being right or being prideful. One thing that the Lord impressed on my heart at the end of last year was he said, I want you to start asking people out to coffee who you don't get along with that well. More specifically, people who I have not really gotten to know, but that the enemy has made me think that they don't like me or I wouldn't like them or we just wouldn't get along for whatever reason. And once I did that, I realized how easy it is for us to believe the enemy when he says things like that, because it comes in the form of protection. We think that staying away from somebody who we think that we just think for a second that we might not get along with them, that stops us from moving forward to getting to know them. And because of that, we miss out on incredible friendships, but there is absolutely a way to protect yourself while you are putting yourself out there. Dating is a great example of that. If you are dating and you are in a season of singleness right now, there is absolutely a way for you to step out of your comfort zone and meet new people, um, and try new things while also protecting your heart. And when it came to friendships and and finding good friends, that was really hard for me due to the past hurt that I have had to heal from. So after the holiday break, we had, we had about two weeks off from youth ministry and um, basically church because church was online just so that everyone could spend time with their families in person. But I really reflected over that two-week break and it was my first break since I started in youth ministry. And while most most of me was excited to just relax and enjoy Sunday evenings with my husband and or to myself, there was also this equal part of me that was just looking forward to going back and making a difference. It's like when I first started youth ministry all the way up until the break, I was learning and meeting people and building relationships. And then when I got a break from all of that, I realized how much all of that really meant to me and what a huge impact it was doing in my life. More than anything, I was able to stop and take a second and realize how many answered prayers. I was actually walking in, which was, I mean, it really moves me emotionally just to think about all of the prayers that are sitting in, (laughs) that are sitting in prayer journals right now, um, that I could go back and look at and take a highlighter and highlight almost every single page, um, indicating that that prayer was answered. So after having a little break and, um, coming back to see all of my favorite people, um, like I said, I just felt like 2023 was going to be different. We all came ready to accept transition and transformation. We, I feel like we were all ready to facilitate um, the renewing of our minds and our hearts and walk with our students and walk with each other as youth leaders. Um, and more than anything, um, walk together as friends, something I've been doing lately that I think it definitely needs to be more of a habit because I haven't done it before, but I have been keeping a journal specifically to write down what the Lord has spoken to me. And recently that has come in the form of Visions or imagery that I know only he would understand and that he knows that I would understand. For example, um, this past week, I posted a TikTok about a message that the Lord wanted me to share and how he gave me that message was through a vision of me speaking in front of our students in the youth. And this past year I was given the opportunity to speak over a specific topic, um, over our youth group. And that was just the best experience. And I have been craving to do it again ever since, um, ever since that day, but because I I know it's because the Lord knows that I just really held that, that moment near and dear to my heart because I love to speak. I love to encourage people that It makes sense that he would send me a message through that image of me speaking in front of my favorite people. Oftentimes the Lord will send me a message um, in a, like I said, in a vision of me talking to someone else or um, speaking in front of a lot of people or even just our small group of leaders and whatever I say to them in that vision is what I write down. So at the time I wrote it down in my phone, but when I got home, I transferred it into this journal where basically it's going to be a journal of compiled sermon ideas, or maybe messages for some of my friends or people who are close to me. I remember one time I was in the middle of a workout and um, the Lord loves to speak to me when my endorphins are pumping. So um, I was in the middle of a workout and he gave me a message for my friend Kat and I immediately stopped my workout because I felt so convicted by the Holy Spirit and I text her actually I sent her a voice message um, of what I what the Lord wanted me to encourage her with and there have been a lot of times where the Lord has said something to me or given me a message and I didn't write it down and I was trying to remember what he said later in the day and I'm just like Literally, the king of kings, the God of the universe, the creator of me and you, Elroy, like he spoke something to me and I didn't write it down. Like how ridiculous is that? I mean, it just seems like we have so many resources. Uh, For example, our phone, which is usually always in our hand or right next to us. And I didn't take five seconds to write down something that he spoke to me. So I decided that even if I needed to, even if I didn't understand what he said to me in the moment, I would write it down and pray about it later so that I could either have confirmation or clarity over that message. I remember at the end of last year, maybe the like the last quarter of the year, that I felt this urgency to read the word of God to be in his presence. And of course we should always be doing those things and prioritizing them. But it was far beyond the, the realization that of course I need to spend time with God. I need to be with my father every day. It was, like I said, and it was just urgent. I remember describing it as, um, as a feeling of being so thirsty and craving nice, cold, crisp water. And that kind of backs up that feeling that I said at the beginning of, I feel like this year the Lord is going to ask us to use the things that he, the wisdom and the knowledge that he has given us over the past couple of years, whether it's against spiritual warfare, whether it's bringing people to the light of God, whether it's once and for all breaking the chains that have seemed to be keeping us tied down for years, maybe even generations. I remember when my grandpa first was admitted into the hospital for a stroke, um, right after Thanksgiving, um, my whole family came together and I mean, it was honestly devastating. He's in rehab now, but we didn't know where he, what was going to happen to him, and our family is very patriarchal. Um, the husbands in our family look up to him, um, and I just remember feeling like this veil of innocence was torn from me. And it's not that I, I never thought that you know <laughs> nothing was ever going to happen to my family, or that old age wasn't going to play a role into anybody's life but it does genuinely sneak up on you, um, for you as much as it does them. And even though there was a part of me that knew I was going to have to accept it one day this time, it just felt different. I remember telling my husband that I just didn't feel like it was time to lose him. And just after weeks of such fervent prayer and praying over him and my family and having sleepless nights, um, crying for hours with my family and just generally be generally being extremely stressed about the whole situation. I forgot to turn around and fill my cup back up. And so I spent a month or so feeling completely drained, feeling like God was nowhere in sight, even though, I could hear the Holy Spirit saying that he literally is right there where like when he was with you in the hospital while you were praying is that's how close he is to you right now in your confusion. But that didn't stop me from feeling frustrated or like I said, drained. And since then, my faith has changed dramatically and radically. I had to figure out what this feeling was. I had to figure out how to present it to God how to just lay it at his feet there were so many emotions I had never had before and I didn't even know how to name and I am coming out of a season where I had to fight literally to the death for my faith and for my relationship and closeness with God and that's not to say that I had to fight because he was keeping me at a distance or he didn't want he didn't want me or um, he was hiding himself from me. It was completely flesh related. It was completely an attack from the enemy using a very, um, delicate and vulnerable situation to make me feel like God was not there. And as long as that lasted, when I finally felt that I had pursued God in the right ways, but also the new ways, it felt like god had stitched up that veil i am lucky enough to say that my family has not seen trauma or loss so when something this dramatic happened to us i really wasn't sure what to do i wasn't i didn't know how to be with god and i didn't know how that how our dynamic would change in a season of grief And I think coming out of that season right at the beginning of the new year was so intentional on God's part. I don't know what's going to happen in 23. I know that I am praying over very specific and wonderful things. And even though I feel this heaviness on my heart about what 2023 is going to hold, I really don't feel like it's bad. Like I don't feel any doom or gloom. About 2023. And I'm not saying that this is a prophecy. I'm not saying this is for sure like what the Lord has specifically spoken to me. But I do know that my feelings, my imagination, my emotions, and my thoughts and my intuition are all anointed by God and covered in the blood of Jesus. And so even though I am not for a second saying that this is a peek into the future, I'm just saying that I think the Lord has blessed me with this like I said, this intuition and a peace knowing that he is going to be right beside us no matter what happens this year. And I feel like the Lord is setting a message on my heart for someone today. And it has a lot to do with how I have spent most of my um, most of my Christian life feeling like something is black and white when it comes to relationship with God. And we can definitely argue that some things are <laughs> But in this situation, I think that God has been helping me unlearn a lot of things that religion taught me. And that is when something bad happens or when you feel like, how can God do this? How could he let this happen? How could he not answer my prayers? I've asked those questions so many times over the years during so many situations but the biggest difference between now and then is that the lord has taught me and the holy spirit has guided me in understanding more that we can ask those questions but don't phrase it like god like why would god do this to me just ask him god why would you do this i feel like the wording in our thoughts Oftentimes is what drives a wedge between us and God. It's the reason why we push Him away. It kind of reminds me of when two friends are together and one friend is offended, but the other friend has no idea that what they said offended them. And then that offended friend just goes off and thinks, oh my gosh, like they hate me. Why would they do this to me? Why would they say that? They must, um, they must not want to be friends with me anymore. Like Instead of just driving yourself crazy, go to the source, go to the person and ask them like, Hey, I don't really understand what you meant. I don't get, I don't understand why you did this. Can you just help me understand? I think that that is a really good way to draw closer to God when we can just go to him in our pain, in our suffering. Um, Like if we can go to him in our joy and praise him and worship him and say, thank you God for answering my prayer. I think we should have the same vulnerability and the same transparency and be like, God, what in the heck? I I really don't understand. I don't understand. This seems like a complete detour from what I thought was going to happen and what I thought you wanted for me. And so I think the message in that is don't hide from God this year. Don't run from him. If you need to stomp your feet and have a temper tantrum, do it in front of him ask him the hard questions tell him how you feel i think that the lord is calling is calling us to stop running one of my favorite things about god is that he is always trying to call us home even when we are already saved there are moments where we just walk straight out the door and this year i think he is he is working relentlessly to bring us back home the analogy that i used in the tiktok video i posted recently was Where are you in the house of the Lord? Some of us say that we're saved and we are. If we have truly accepted Jesus as our savior, we are saved and we are dwelling in the house of the Lord. But where in the house of the Lord are you? When you walked through the door, did you just say, hi God, nice to meet you. Nice to see you again. Um, But then you ran up to your bedroom and locked yourself in. Or are you in the living room where you're paying attention to something else? Or are you in the basement where it's cold and dark? Ask yourself, where are you and where is God? Because when it comes to the house of the Lord, we need to be in the same room as him. We can't hear him. We can't feel him if we're not in the same room as him. So be willing to sit in silence every now and then Um, maybe trans, um, transform your prayer life into one that's always asking into one that is receiving, receive the Holy Spirit, receive the presence of God, receive a word um, from him, receive a vision, be open to anything that the Holy Spirit wants to lay on your heart today. I really want to encourage you to walk into 2023 with confidence. I want you to walk into 23, 2023 and walk through this year knowing that God is not going to leave you if you don't feel his presence it's because you have walked away and sometimes it is so unintentional like when like I said when I was going through things with my my family and my grandpa I didn't realize I was drifting from God until I sat down for prayer and bible study and I was like oh my gosh I have neglected this part of my life even though I was praying over my family and my grandpa it, it's just different when you are asking the Lord, when you are specifically asking him to fill you with peace, fill you with understanding that surpasses our own understanding. I really hope this episode encourages someone today. I honestly am feeling so warm and fuzzy because I know that I let the Holy Spirit lead this conversation today. And the fact that it ended in a message that I truly hope blesses someone's day and encourages them to shake off 2022, maybe even shake off the past couple years and walk into 2023 knowing that the Lord of Lords, the King of Kings, your heavenly Father walks beside you each and every single day. I am also praying that everyone's 2023 is full of laughter and joy. Those are two prayers I always um I always bless my year with I always pray for laughter um throughout the year I think laughter is one of the most important things we can have in our life so I pray for joy and laughter and friendship and new opportunities for each of you and I'm so thankful that we are going into 2023 together Thank you so much for choosing to spend time with me today. If you liked this episode, please consider leaving a rating and review of Candid Faith wherever you listen to podcasts. This helps others find my show and lets me know that Candid Faith is encouraging someone out there. Remember, every Friday there is a new episode of Candid Faith, so don't forget to like and subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode.